All right, howlers, let's get howling. But first, a couple quick warnings. First warning, this podcast contains adult content. Don't be a pixie. Second warning, this podcast contains spoilers for the entire Red Rising saga, mostly Dark Age today. Don't forget to follow us, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Etsy. Just put some new merch up, some long sleeves to cover your cold little goose pimples. For winter, got to be ready. Well, they're like fall, maybe. <laughs> they're, they're like coats. For fall, got to be ready. Email us, howlerpod at gmail.com, and go visit our website, howlerpod.com. Uh, you can also get to the Etsy store and email us from the website. Wow. That All in sounds one. amazing. And now... Howlipod. Remember when Lysander's like, she is our conqueror. (laughs) She is our conqueror. (laughs) She is our conqueror. (laughs) (laughs) We're dicks. Hello, howlers. Welcome. To Howlerpod, the one and only podcast for all things Red Rising, where every episode we dive deep to break down, celebrate, and discuss all aspects of the fantastic Red Rising saga by Howler number one, Pierce Brown. I'm your host, Ben Reinert, co-hosting with me, as always, the amazing Aaron Ayers. Hello, Howlers. What are we doing today? Aaron. We are doing a listener mailbag for our listeners' Insta reactions to Dark Age. Yep, we asked you guys for your thoughts, reactions, feels about Dark Age, along with any questions you had for us about it. And so let's go ahead and just jump into that. Let's load up this star shell and shoot straight into our listener mailbag. Hopefully, we don't shit our suits. I might. I had some weird wings. <laughs> <laughs> Did. They were like reheated old wings. Lots you of ranch. Can't trust reheated chicken, in my opinion. Note to self, before you get in your star shell, don't eat old <laughs> chicken wings. Before you fall in the iron rain, don't it'd be eat it'd be better to like chicken. not eat, I think. <laughs> Maybe drink some protein. What's our first question? Okay, my first question is from at Hilly Jackson 914. It says, I'm getting the book this weekend. How should I feel before I go into it? I would like to say, <laughs> get the fuck out of here <laughs> if you haven't read the book. Like Ben mentioned, there mm-hmm. we're about to ruin the whole book. Well, maybe so, he's, this was like a week ago when he wrote the questions. So maybe he's like balls deep right now. He or she. Yeah, sorry. They She's are balls vul- deep. Vulva deep. <laughs> 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 She's not balls deep. Okay. So it's yeah. getting uh, Be scared. Be scared. Yeah. yeah. Take your B vitamins and whatever other antidepressants you might use. Use your coping mechanisms. Drink a lot of water because you're going to be crying it out. <laughs> and yeah, get out of here and don't come back until you're done. We don't want to see you. First question is from Sir Seeger1561 underscore Victor. There's some underscores in there too. You can figure it out. Are you 
just as grossed out by the abomination as I am. <laughs> you know, now that I have had some breathing room, I don't hate the abomination. I don't hate it as much either now, actually. Really? Uh-uh. I kind of was nervous to say that because <laughs> I don't want to get torn apart on the interwebs. <laughs> but I kind of have like compassion for the clone because... It's not his fault that he was cloned. And may what if he turns out to like save the day in the end? Yeah, the further I away I get from that storyline, the less it bothers me. Yeah. You know. But at first, yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Still pretty grossed out about him and Lilith or Lilith. Well, I'm more That's grossed more out. Li- Lilith though. Yeah, she nasty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm grossed out by Lilith. <laughs> she is confused in the head. Yeah. I think the clone, you can tell he's definitely smarter than her, and he's, like, using her until he kills her, mm-hmm. which I'm okay with. You can kill your mom lover if she's Lilith. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Do we call him, like, is he going to pick a new name other than Adrius? Abominadrius. Oh, yeah. Who said that? <laughs> Howler Forever. Howler Forever. Abominadrius. <laughs> I like that one a lot. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> okay, next question is from Sharkbait. <laughs> that's from Finding Nemo. It's at Sharkbait. How do you think Apple dies because he's got to, right? Um, uh, we love Apple. I hope he doesn't die. <laughs> I'm hoping Apple like rips the mind's eye out of Lysander's butthole and then uses it to choke him. Uh, I would be, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I think that, um, if Apple did die, it would be doing something epic, hopefully naked, (laughs) naked death. I'm going to say he probably goes, gets taken out by Darrow. Right. Oh, he has to like put him down since he, feel like since Rise he's kinda, so high in mud you since lie. he's the person that set him free it's gonna be darrow you know has to put him down or at, they're like best friends and they frolic into the afterlife together i would hope that maybe he can just like i don't know go back to venus and like maybe we can just be like that's the society planet if you guys want to be weird and shitty on venus go ahead and do it apple's your guy he's your naked emperor <laughs> yeah yeah, I don't know if he, the he's got to die. I don't know. I don't know. Does he? Does he have to die? Probably. I think he's set up now to learn the mind's eye and hopefully like fuck some people over with it, but not our favorite people. I think he's going to be a thorn in Lysander's side here. Especially because he's like creepy fly on the wall. Do you remember Clay Aiken in that creepy song from American Idol? Mm-mm. I didn't watch that. It's like, I would just watch you in your room <laughs> if I were invisible. That was clear. Oh, accurate. I do remember that now. Yeah. That's, honestly, every time Apple like appeared, that was the song in my head. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I feel like Lysander kind of under- underestimates him a little bit. And he is more cunning than he comes on. And I think that he's going to fuck some shit up for lysander in this society but we'll see next question is from this fox says what does the fuck say? <laughs> <laughs> you guys with these names i need a cooler name <laughs> my real one is just my name aaron yeah. Ayers. 
Mine's ju- literally just Ben. Uh, <laughs> just Ben. That's that's who you are. <laughs> Uh, I need to talk more about the abomination because what the fuck? Yeah. 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 I know how you feel. That was me like a week ago. I don't know what happened. Almost today I woke up on a different <laughs> side of the bed and I was like, you know. <laughs> the abomination's not so bad. He's not. With all the things going on in the world, you know, it's it's not really his fault. Maybe he turns out good. That's all I'm saying. I feel like maybe he's the key to something like releasing all of our friends like Severo and not ruining our lives. I don't think he's ever going to turn out to be good, but I don't necessarily think he's going to be a jackal level baddie either. I'm trying to put good vibes out there because I'm really, really, really nervous for my <laughs> friends. <laughs> our howler friends that are yeah, currently his prisoners. I don't want them to get cooked in a wolf. Yeah, I just feel like they're going to get real fucked up. That's always that's gonna happen. Well, then I hate him, <laughs> but but I'm just I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. This uh, transitions well into our next question from the well-worn page. Do you think the abomination will end up helping Mustang fight against Atalantia? That would be great because we need some help. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of bad guys. True. What do you think? Do you think? he'll kind of be on his own doing his own horrible things or do you think he'll join in the big fights? I think it's going to be kind of a three-way situation where he's not necessarily on our side, but he's not actively hurting us as much either. And he's also being an antagonist to the society. It'll be similar to kind of the way the shit went down with the rim and Morningstar where it was like they kind of joined up with what's his butt Romulus. Mm Mm-hmm. For a little while, but then as soon as they like didn't need each other, it was over, and they're like, we're fucking enemies now. So they might have some of that where they're like, need to team up at some point, but then once it's over, it's going to be like, we got business here. The only thing that throws a wrench into the whole plan is that he has Severo. Yeah, he has Howlers. If he didn't have Howlers, I wouldn't be as concerned about him, especially Severo. Yep. But that that really I don't know. Kayla Hayes fourteen also had a kind of question in the same vein. Do you think that the abomination can be redeemed by Mustang? Oh well she did kind of lead him that way and he seemed to be receptive, but then she threw acid flower on him. <laughs> really kind of probably you so, know, soured his attitude. He might not trust her again. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about you, but if someone threw a crazy poison flower at me, I might not trust them as much. The problem is is he can't like out and out come out and be like, hey, I'm here because they're using the Senate, like the Vox Populi senators as puppets. And so it's like you're still in charge of the low colors at that point and you've still got all the low colors behind you. But as soon as he comes out and is like, hey, I'm actually a gold, everybody's gonna be like, well, fuck you too, you know? So I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. He's, ooh, ooh, what if Apple kills That'd be interesting. Abominadrius by using his invisibility mind's eye? You know what we need is a Pax Abominadrius fight. Yes. Just like a little 12-year-old fight. So how old is Abominadrius? 
He's 10 or whatever. So he's younger than Pax and Electra? A little bit, yeah. Okay. A little freak. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I feel mean saying that because he's a child, but he is a little freak. He's literally a clone, a clone of like the worst person in the entire universe. <laughs> yeah, he sucks. <laughs> I still feel like a bully. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he will be redeemed. Okay. But he does have a role to play. Yeah. Does anyone agree with me? Poor little guy. No. I don't think we should feel sorry for him. I'm just having a compassionate morning, I guess. guess <laughs> don't so. worry. I'll get my red rage back here <laughs> after another beer. <laughs> <laughs> So next up, uh, we have at Marcel Ruizendal. I said that totally right. Mm-hmm. How could the Bone Riders escape without society assistance? Like, how are they here? What are they doing? Well, I think they were in Deep Grave. Right. This would be Lilith had to have orchestrated some kind of prison break in. I'm While assuming. she was pregnant with her future lover. They could have done it later on because she had him when 10 years ago. Or oh, whatever, that was know. a while ago. Yeah. I guess he wasn't cooking for 10 years. I don't think they would really need society assistance. We can st- we've can we seen that you can break into Deep Grave. Daryl did it. So Daryl's pretty badass. Lilith's pretty fucking sneaky. Sneaky. And she does clickety-clack when she walks, though, so <laughs> it'd be hard to sneak around. She's um, not as silent as Apple. She had a few minions still, so I'm assuming that's how they did it. All right. Next question is from floorcarb underscore 12. What do you feel about Adrius's clone and the mind's eye? Do you feel it's a Dune reference? Well, we've talked about how we feel about Adrius's clone. How do you feel about the mind's eye? Um, I still don't like the mind's eye. Is it weird that I don't like the mind's eye, but I like the parasite? Are those, like, kind of similar? <laughs> they are. <laughs> I don't know why. I understand. I, think I know I, why you don't like the mind's eye. It's because Lysander uses it. <laughs> yeah, if, like, only Apple had it, not Lysander, I'd be like, that's dope. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but Lysander has it. I'm like, since when? <laughs> this pixie. Since when does he have the mind's eye? <laughs> I didn't see it when he was... Saving Serafina. <laughs> I'm going to be looking out for that and when we go back and do our Iron Gold reread. Because I do feel like he does talk about the Mind's Eye a little bit in Iron okay. Gold. Well, yeah. I wasn't looking for it. Well, okay. I haven't read Dune. So I can't answer I honestly question. don't know much about it either. I, I It's on my uh, list of books to read. So I don't know the connection. If you'd like to write in and tell us, Floor Carb 12, we would uh, be happy I know that. what Dune is. I just I wouldn't know if it's a Dune reference. I saw somebody else make the same connection. Uh, I think on the Reddit page. Oh yeah. I didn't know much about it though. Let's say yes, it is a Dune reference. Let's do it. Yeah, we know that Pierce <laughs> is a big Dune fan, yeah. so uh, it would make sense. Also, I feel okay about the Mind's Eye. I know I'm the only person that You're doesn't not the care only about person. it. And obviously, my opinions <laughs> and feelings are malleable because. <laughs> I'm already changing them. That's true. <laughs> okay. Uh, at Coco Taro underscore Turquesa, Turquesa, he was, uh, this writer was really happy. It was a long paragraph, so he shortened it. But basically, they were happy about the Jackal's comeback, and the Jackal was his favorite character. So watch out for this person. Wow. Yeah. 
<laughs> do you like serial killer shows? <laughs> We've got a bone rider mole in the howlers here. <laughs> this person felt guilty for not being on our uh, friend's side for a moment during the whole abomination side, uh, abomination comeback. Um, does anyone else feel this way? Listeners, does anyone like like the abomination <laughs> or like think the Jack was the best person? Didn't you get Jackal in the quiz? No, you got Fitchner. Fitchner. Don't That's put that good. evil on me. Sorry. Get out of my house. No. <laughs> and then Coco Taro also said, I also think the Ulysses part is the most heartbreaking thing that I've ever read. It was too much. We're monsters. That's all that that says. I love when so people, people are like, so many in. people have been like, I <laughs> totally agree with Aaron, except for the Ulysses part. I, I'm not saying I don't like feel bad. I just, I don't think I care as much as maybe I should as a human being. <laughs> you were worn down at that point. Maybe if you read it. I was it worn down a- and I'm sorry. I I'm just like, I feel worse for Victor than the baby. I mean, I think that's where it's mostly coming from for a lot of people because <laughs> they feel bad for Victra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad for Victra. <laughs> Don't worry. She'll get her groove back. She'll kill more people. She'll have more babies maybe. If she several. swam to the sun already. So She swam to the sun. She's yeah. healing. All next, right. Next question. Underscore I am Sam I am. Yes, you are. Since the jackal ended up blackmailing Octavia and Morningstar, do you guys think Lysander will be allies with his clone? Ooh. I'm going to say no. No, but it's a good point. Why would he? Why would he be? No, I'm saying it's a good point that the jackal was blackmailing Octavia, oh, yeah. so he's an enemy of his Ly- grandmother. Lysander knows how dangerous that fucking freak is. So. Right. So maybe Lysander and... Uh, Abominadrius. I need to remember that name. Um, maybe they'll go at it and we can like have some R&R on yeah. our team. <laughs> yes. Maybe let Pax and Electra grow up a little so they can run That's the show. That's a good show. idea. We need that. And they'll kill each other and then we'll just have Invisible Apple flying around. And Fa, of course. Right. Our next set of questions are all about Mr. Lysander. Our favorite character. <laughs> I think the most common refrain that we got from all of the responses and uh, DMs and what whatnot that came in was, fuck Lysander. He is a pixie just, bitch. Yeah, just statements, the not general. questions. <laughs> we, a general the feeling. question was like, what, like, what do you want to ask us about Dark Age? And the, qu- the answer is, fuck Lysander. <laughs> it's not, not a question. I agree. So we had a couple of these. Uh, more than a couple actually. We've got at Daniel dot zero. Why is Lander, Lysander such an asshole? Uh, Elizasaurus Rex Reed. reads, "Why is Lysander such a pixie bitch?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I'm don't gonna know. call someone a pixie bitch <laughs> in real life, and I'm gonna get in a lot of trouble. Yeah, I don't think they're, they're gonna, gonna like be like, that. "What the fuck does that mean?" Better have your razor ready. Oh, I, it's ready. It's on my arm. I'm going to cut my arm off on accident. So we get it. We feel you guys. Fuck Lysander. He sucks. Do you know why he's such an asshole? Because he's a space racist. That's why. Yeah. I mean, it was that, it's that paragraph where he's talking about Rona and how much of a dickhead he was that entire time. There, there's a whole thread on Hicks and Leones, and uh, 
it's like people talking about why Lysander isn't like the worst person in the universe yeah. or people that sympathize or feel bad for him. <laughs> and I, I was reading through him like <laughs> he's a pixie bitch. <laughs> I'd read it. Well, he, you know, his grandma was hard on him. I'm like, pixie bitch. <laughs> Sounds like a pixie to me. <laughs> <laughs> I commented a few times, just like space races. <laughs> I left little turds in there. Yeah. He uh, is an interesting character. I find his point of view very interesting and intriguing and, and unique. I, I didn't hate him yeah. until Dark Age. I, I thought he was kind of annoying. But, but Also, he sucks. I wouldn't want to hang out with him. Not anymore. No. He was cool until he betrayed Cassius. And then he went all the way down the toilet, right. all the way to the sewer, yep. to the landfill. Next question is from at easy... KDR, do you think that if Serafina was still alive, Lysander would be less of a dick? Well, she was kind of a dick. She was a major dick, especially by the time Dark Age came around. Right. She just came. She just. At first, I was like, like "Ooh, love a story." Bitch. Yeah. I think as a reader who likes love stories, I might be more sympathetic to Lysander if. There was a love story because I'd be like, oh, the baddies get to be in love, too. You don't like him fucking his faux aunt? Nope. <laughs> You're not into that? That's weird. I don't like the <laughs> the like nephew rape slash snake, <laughs> the big boa constrictor being involved. It's interesting. Yeah. the Oh, yeah. The weird snake thing. Her snake necklace. Yeah, snake necklace. Yeah. Although it is very Britney Spears of her, which, you know, kudos. It's kind of badass. But uh, no, I don't think he would be less of a dick. Probably be more of a dick because he'd be like, oh, Serafina's is being so mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> Serafina kicked my ass, even though I have the mind's eye. <laughs> she sucked, though. There's no way anyone who actually listens to this can also like Lysander because <laughs> if they like Lysander then they have to hate us there's no like you can't like us and Lysander I actually like Serafina and Iron Gold but yeah she was cool I mean I'm all for a powerful lady fighter yeah but she just turned into a real dickhead yes. in Dark Age yes and then our next question is from Leviticus 15 do you think Aja knew the mind's eye mm. I would say mention that I would say for sure she did Closest confidant of Octavia. And, like, greatest fighter in the world. Yeah. It took four amazing fighters to poke her to death. The main piece of evidence for this would be where she was, like, able to hear Darrow's heartbeat. And that's something that Lysander does uh, when he's killing those golds. Before he had the scorpion. Using the mind's eye. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, yes, Aja knew the mind's eye. I would say so. Do you think Octavia knew it when she was younger? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's how she, like, rose to power. Probably. Okay, this next question is about our friend Lyria. It's from at Meat Chef 7. Meat Chef. What kind of meats are you cooking, <laughs> Meat Chef? Are they old wings that make you <laughs> sick to your stomach? He's probably got some high-quality meats if he's a meat chef. High quality meats. High quality meats. Do y'all think that the parasite in Lyria will turn her into something along the lines of a gold? 
definitely gonna level her up so that she can hang boop, boop, boop. with the yeah she got a mushroom and it's like two sizes taller now i think it's she's gonna be able to hang obviously not physically but like she'll be able to kind of well anticipate uh, their moves and that type of thing that's kind of what it helped her out like figment increased all was, her senses figment was flipping around like a little ninja right i'm just saying like powers like pure power and yeah. She needs a hefty pistol. Right. She's going to need some weapons. But yeah, I think it does put her on a, a more of a level playing field. Makes her character more interesting. And she needed something. Because like reds are just like kind of helpless against all these other colors. Giants. Like the giant colors, especially like golds and obsidians. So she needed something, especially if she's going to get involved in Volga's storyline, which yeah. it seems like she is. And she's going to be going Oculus. up against a bunch of obsidians so she needed something to be able to deal with them and the parasite will hopefully do that for her she's got to get fixed first right and then she needs it fixed i don't know if it'll give her like all the intelligence that they've learned like in school and with their mind drop you know Mm -hmm. matrix brain uploads yeah i know kung fu (laughs) but she will have something that golds don't have, which is like she can tell someone's behind her because the, the right. parasite, like, it's... Yeah, she has, like, super senses. Yeah. Yeah. So she she's, like, better in some ways. She I has think. kind of, like, a spidey sense, too. She can, like... Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Like, into the spider first. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> she's like... Such a cool... <laughs> That's the noise. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We're shaking our heads. Okay, next two questions are about our buddy Severo. Mm-hmm. Adorkable underscore Amanda. I really like that name. Adorkable Amanda. Uh, do you think PB will kill off Severo just to pull our heartstrings even more? He better not. Howler Forever says, if Severo dies in the next book, we riot, right? Do you think Abominadrius will wipe Severo's memories? What do you think? Okay, I don't think Pierce will kill Severo just to pull our heartstrings. I think that Howler Forever is more closer to the target. I I do think it'll be the memory wipe because why else did we like learn that whole process? Mm-hmm. You know, and and Severo even saw it happen and was like kind of freaked out by it. Mm-hmm. So I bet it'll be turned on him. I've uh that yeah it seems like that's going to be the case i've been thinking about this a lot lately actually the whole what's going to happen with severo thing and i feel like it's set up to where we're all like looking at this and thinking that Severo's going to get his mind wiped and the howlers are going to have to fight severo but i'm wondering if that's just a feint and like Pierce is going to go in a different direction with it because we're all expecting it at this point Ooh, what if severo's somehow flips the script and wipes Abominadrius's mind and yeah. then he does turn out to be a good guy because he's <laughs> reprogrammed. That would be kind of fun. And then the child has a chance at redemption. Yeah. Then he can be like Pax's brother or something. That would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be his cousin. Well, yeah. his uncle cousin? His uncle, yeah. Uncle cousin? His uncle brother. Creepy. Next up, we have... You know in Star Trek I am (laughs) 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 That's how I picture 
Fa saying his name. Because I remember, like, I wasn't a Trekkie, so when I saw the movie, I was like, what's he saying? What's his name? <laughs> and my dad's like, Khan. I was like, what? It's like, shut up. <laughs> so, Fa, at Adam Shebert, Shebert, is Fa really Ragnar's father? This question haunts my waking days. Uh, and then the next question at Will underscore M underscore Lindsay is Volsung Fa really Sefian Ragnar's father or could he be a Gorgon imposter? I don't think he's Ragnar's dad. Ragnar clearly did not meet his dad. He said that in Golden Sun or Morningstar, one of the two. He said he never met his father. Volsung Fa's out here like I took Ragnar fishing back in the day. So somebody's lying here. You don't think anyone took Ragnar fishing? Volsung Pa sure didn't. He, he's a fake dad. He's a fake dad. He's out here fake dadding. Are Sefi and Ragnar full brother-sister? Aren't they both like... Yeah. Don't... They're not monogamous, the obsidians. No, I mean, she was, I think, taking mates all over the place. Yeah, isn't it like polygamy, but the women are in charge i'm gonna be in a, a city <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think she can kind of uh i will accept multiple mates i think she could do whatever she wanted so if if he is one of their fathers he's not both of their fathers he could be though you ain't i'm just saying right what are the chances i just i think it's a lie and i would agree with will that he's probably a gorgon imposter of some sort uh, planted by Atlas. Obviously, we kind of already know that this, that's the deal. Yeah. And and now we don't have Sefi or Ragnar this whole, to prove him wrong. Right. So the, I feel like what's going on here is they're trying to take the Obsidians down, obviously, from the inside. So they know the Obsidians are really the low colors key to beating the Golds. They can't beat the Golds without the Obsidians. Like, just straight up, we don't have the fucking manpower to deal with what the Golds can do. And so... Taking the obsidians just off the board is a great move on the part of the society. And the way they're doing that is they're using this legend of Ragnar that all obsidians respect and, you know, look at and see. They're like, basically, it's just like a big deal to all the obsidians. And so when Volsog and Fa comes in and he's like, yo, I'm Ragnar's dad. Everybody's like, wow, we should probably listen to this guy. Also... Have you seen him? He can like survive a bomb. It's pretty scary. He's yeah. <laughs> and like float around in space without air. And they're also taking advantage of this kind of overthrowing the matriarchy of the obsidian society and turning it into more like male dominated. So they're playing on both of those angles and trying to just divide and conquer the obsidians from the inside. It seems like a classic, classic Atlas Gorgon tactic to me. I agree. Mm -hmm. Next question is from Yuri Kelman. Why does Ephraim refer to Xenophon in plural form? I know the answer to this. Oh, go for it. It's because Xenophon is non-binary. So use a pr pronoun, not he or she, they. So it's like somebody who identifies as non-binary and their preferred pronoun would be they or there. Oh, I see. It's the same thing here. Yeah. The mm -hmm. white. Mm -hmm. I was like, when you read that, I was like, who's that? <laughs> 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 I 
That's why I looked at you confused. I was the like, weird white. Yeah. The, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh-huh. I was just like, no. For some reason, when I think of Xenophon, I think of you remember Doctor Strange. Uh huh. And the the lady with the bald head. Yeah, she's dope. That's what I think of. That's who I picture as Xenophon. Like yeah, every time now. That'd be good. Yeah. Like really like vague <laughs> in her speech, yeah. in their speech. Yeah. All right. Next question. Uh, why are there so many baddies? That's what Matthew Sunbeth asks. You know, that is a great question. We're all wondering the same thing. This was a real kick in the pants. And Pierce told us that he cut the book down. It was like a way bigger book. And he had to like edit it down to make it fit into one book. <laughs> Chances are there might have been even more. You know, like he might have had even more baddies and then his editors were like, you need to stop killing everybody. So I think this book is just it's a major uh, epic, major fall for a big comeback. Yeah. So we're going to get everything we want in this third book. I feel like everybody's like really down the dumps now, but I just want to be out here preaching that you're going to be happy with the ending. I feel like. It's going to happen. Rochelle underscore B asks, why the fuck did Pierce kill everybody? Why isn't anyone talking about Red Reach? Was I the only one that cried like a pixie about it? How about Lyria giving little girls acid teeth to melt pedo freaks? (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Dude, that's how they say it. (laughs) Amazing. Okay, Rachel B., uh, great points. I think people aren't talking specifically about Red Reach or about um, like Lyria and that whole red hand infiltration because there's so many other like huge events. There's just like, so much going on. Right. I think like uh, we're, we're going to like chop down and then, you know, when people reread and stuff, they'll get back to those. But yeah, like the nuclear. That was horrifying. Like p- the guy, the red, like stuck to Darrow's helmet yeah. and then like melting. <laughs> yeah. He just has to like look Watch at him, him in the die. eyes. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty tough. And like he's like <laughs> cooking from the inside. His eyeballs boil. <laughs> There's a lot of boiled eyeballs yeah. in this book. Nuclear bombs sound bad. Yeah, maybe my we take. should like all get rid of them. <laughs> I don't know. They sound really Sounds bad. Sounds like I don't want a nuclear blast anywhere on the planet. Uh, and also, yeah, I mean, the part I like, I really liked Lyria's like saucing the girls up and get them, get them fired up to go fight and stuff. And with their acid teeth. Yeah, she was like, that was a a cool pivot for her character because she had always kind of been like a follower and at this point she found like some people to lead and it was really cool to see her like embrace that role and be uh that fiery and like you're gonna do this like you can or do else this i'm gonna and, like, punch yeah. your face yeah she was like yeah yeah <laughs> i forgot about that where she like beats a girl goes up. all victor on somebody <laughs> she does go all victor <laughs> um yeah that was a that was a cool part um yeah i think Especially knowing now, like, what happens to Harmony in the end. It makes me like that whole scene even more. Yeah. So, yeah, as amazing as people spitting acid on other people can be, I'm, I'm here for it. I kind of want an acid tooth. <laughs> but I'm afraid I would use it in, like, a situation where it, it wasn't that 
you know, it wasn't a dire enough <laughs> situation to use an acid tooth. Maybe just like, like so road rage or something. Instead of flipping someone off, <laughs> I spit acid at them, <laughs> and then I like go to jail for it's the rest be of my a real life. Problem. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. <sighs> All right. Next question is from Sir Michael Lee Howard. Sir Michael Lee Howard Mayhew. According to the cast, it says dancer, husband of Deanna. When did that happen? What are some thoughts on where Mickey has been as well? According so to the cast? The dra- dramatis personae or whatever at the beginning. It says husband of Deanna? Yeah, it's just a mistake. It didn't act that didn't actually happen. Do you think it happened in the longer version before he caught it down? Maybe. Whoa. Could be from a previous draft for sure. But yeah, I it's it's it was just a mistake. So they were not married. And then what are some thoughts on where Mickey has been? Where do you think Mickey has been? I would say he's probably hanging out with Quicksilver. Yeah, I think Mickey and Quicksilver are on Oculus. And they're uh, playing with robots. Mickey's probably making the robots look like humans. I wonder if he's like back to like carving armies. But carving robot human armies? Interesting. I don't know. But they're going to be beautiful, whatever they are. That would be my best guess is that he's, uh, he's hanging out with Quick. Yes. Okay, next question is from... Kavox uh, Telemannus. Wow. We got a, a okay, message Kavox, from thank the you. Kavox. Thank you so much for writing in. We're huge fans. <laughs> big, big fans. If you want to send me a clone of Sophocles, that's that's great. I will take care of him forever. Also some jelly beans. You know, I could probably buy my own jelly beans, but if you could send me the... <laughs> space Soph- jelly beans? You don't want space jelly beans? I want whatever from Kavox... The future? Wants to hand over. <laughs> okay, he says, would Lysander ultimately face uh, Darrow or Pax? Like, who do you think Lysander is going to... I'm going to take option C here and say he's going to have to face Cassius. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I like option C. I also like Pax, but I don't know. I think Pax has the mind's eye. I want to know if Pax plays like a, a Lysander type role in the end of these books like Lysander did in the end of Morningstar. That that would be kind of interesting. Like he gets thrown out the back of a spaceship and then bartered. No, like remember when Lysander's like, she is our conqueror. <laughs> she is our conqueror. <laughs> she is our conqueror. <laughs> <laughs> We're dicks. <laughs> Dude, Lysander's going to come here and show us his mind's eye. Kavox also misses Alexander, but I'm like, Kavox, I feel like you should miss Doxo more, bro. Yeah, you're his dad. <laughs> Why do you mix, miss Alex? You didn't even know him. I miss Alex too, man. Wait, I bet you knew him, but not well. Um, who taught Pax how to fight? I would say, I mean, we saw a little bit of Pax training. Yeah, he's training with Lady Telemonuses, and they're against Electra and against their like Obsidian partners. Yeah, they partner like them with all a bunch of other colors, so they form their own packs. Yeah, so I would say it was like Thraxa, Victra seemed to be probably doing some training work in there too. And he's the sovereign son. He's obviously getting like the best of the best training. Right. And you know. Virginia's teaching him how to be all smart and shit. Mm-hmm. So he also says, "Do you listen to metal?" No. No. If so, wouldn't Metallica's Orion suit perfectly with Orion's battle scenes? 
I don't know, but pause. I will insert Orion by Metallica into the podcast. So we're going to listen to that a little bit right now. Welcome back. How was it? <laughs> it was metallic-y. Um, but I like that it has the same name as Orion. I think it fits. I think it fits. <laughs> also, especially once Orion has gone a little crazy. <laughs> and she's like really raging out. Like she's really angry. Mm-hmm. I was uh, into Metallica when I was in like seventh grade. And I was listening to An- Inter Sandman a lot. On, oh, I, f- I downloaded it off. Were you, Kazaa. were you an angry, angry child? I don't know. I was just figuring it out. My first concert was a perfect circle. <laughs> I don't think you trust <laughs> in my self-righteous suicide. <laughs> and I was like preppy and like Isn't had that like System of a Down or something. Oh, am I singing the wrong song? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I also like that song. <laughs> A perfect circle is like dun, 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 No, dun. yeah, you were singing you were just singing System of a Down though. Oh, uh, I never went to that concert. <laughs> I was really into that too. <laughs> I don't know any that of the was words. Terrible. <laughs> Put it in the makeup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're so so preppy. This is super entertaining, I'm sure. Let's probably cut all of this out. <laughs> No one cares about our lack of knowledge <laughs> in these bands. He, and his last question is also, if Daryl returns to Mars, will he overshadow Pax? Maybe he goes somewhere else instead. I hope that Daryl and Pax get to, like, I don't know, be together once in their lives. That would be awesome. But I do get what he's saying. Like, we do want Pax to be able to flourish as a character. And if he's hanging out around Daryl, he kind of, like, really... Or, or Mustang, even internalizes yeah so i would i would love to see pax continuing to do what he's doing and then have darrow you know hang out with cassius <laughs> you are so obsessed with cassius 
God. Like, I would probably like Cassius more if you weren't so annoying about Cassius. You, like, ruined Cassius for me. That's I'll make sad. you a Cassius shirt, though. Thanks. Okay. Oh, speaking of Cassius, you got that artwork from Palace yeah. Illustrations. Yeah, fucking dope. It's amazing. <laughs> ben ordered a print. It's, like, of Cassius, obviously. <laughs> he looks like an angel. People are going to think, like... Oh, is Ben into like saints now? <laughs> you know? Yeah, probably. It's I'm okay beautiful. with that. But like, yeah, it's Saint Cassius. Haven't you ever heard of him? Yeah. <laughs> Next up at Winwright, is Rona going to be a prisoner and is Screw alive? And will Atlas or Lysander be a reformer? I would say my guess is that Rona has escaped with Callaway. Okay. And then Screwface is alive with Darrow and Cassius. And then I think that Atlas is going to be some kind of reformer-ish of some sort. He's already kind of like... But he's really fucked up. So I don't know. He also did the up the asshole impalement shit. I know. But his whole thing with him, Isander's mom being a reformer, Atlas being their best friends. It's like that really throws a real... The you whole know, monkey whole wrench into the thing. Yeah. 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 So we'll see. But I don't think Lysander's going to be a reformer. He seems to have He's in a fully mudslide. gone down. Mudslide into racism. Yeah. The space racist platform is where he's at. When Cassius was still alive, I think he had a chance of like being a good person. So I wonder if now that Uncle Cass is here, maybe Lysander will kind of pull back towards trying to be on Cassius's team? I doubt it. No. He's gone full steam ahead into this whole idea about golds being the shepherds of society and moving humanity forward. Like they're the only ones that can do it. Otherwise there'll be anarchy and all this stuff like that. He's just on his high horse. Literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> he said it before I could <laughs> Sun blood. <laughs> Okay, at JMH Sunshine, after reading Dark Age, who do you think the traitor is? Do you still think it's Holiday? I saw someone mention Kieran. What are your thoughts? I am doubling down. No, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Just holiday. you're wrong doesn't mean you have to like <laughs> lean in more. No, this is a classic strategy. You got to double down. That's not classic doesn't mean it's like a good way of doing it. It's a prideful way. I am doubling down. There's a lot of fucking loyalty talk around Holiday. I'm just saying every time she's on the page, Mustang's like, oh my gosh, this bitch is so loyal. Holiday almost died trying to save Virginia. And she would have if she would have gotten there in time. She was trying her hardest. Mole. That's all I have to say. Mole. Okay. I don't think... I never thought it was Holiday, so no. I don't think it's Kieran. Yeah, I saw... I read this thread about Kieran, and I guess I get where it's coming from, but also the one thing that I don't understand and that I didn't see anyone explaining is what would his motive be to... Like, ever. Yeah. Why would he betray Daryl like that? Like, he's a red. Yeah. The, you know yeah i just don't get i don't see i don't see a motive for him to do it like there's no motive there no mayhap first of her name 
says Quicksilver is up to something big. What is it? Uh, and then they w- go on to guess that he's at the Oculus and has had it built in secret and that Mayhap first of her name also hates Lysander. <laughs> P.S. P. I also hate Lysander. <laughs> so um, uh, he's up to something big, I think, definitely. Robots. Seems like it, yeah. It, we're, I'm going to guess robot army of some sort. got to be robots. Yeah. And then... Um, I would say you're on the right track there. And also hating Lysander, you can still be in our club. Oh, shoot. I forgot to put this person's username in there. Okay, so then we also had a question saying, uh, where is the Oculus and, like, what is it? So and the Oculus is like a space city, basically. I went back and read the description. It's like a big orb that looks like an eye. and it's, it's The eye of Sauron. <laughs> yeah, and it's a space city. And where is it? Somewhere in deep space, I would say, in between Mars and Jupiter. What if it, you have to like go through a black hole to get there? <laughs> I don't think you can actually survive going through a black hole. But it, it spits you out. Like, is it the movie Tremors with you? Those little <laughs> out of the ground. <laughs> the graboids. I but, love Tremors. But you don't you go through a black hole to get there? No. What's the movie where if you're asleep on the plane you don't die, but if you're awake you die, and they go through a black hole and they go into an alternate universe? I don't know that one. That movie gave me nightmares, and I still think about it when I'm on airplanes, and I close my eyes and pretend I'm asleep. Oh, is that like a Stephen King Langoliers or something like that? Yeah, Langolier- Langoliers. Langoliers. That yeah. shit fucked me up, dude. That's what the Oculus is. <laughs> <laughs> the Oculus is Langoliers. And I hated the end of the movie because you're supposed to be asleep to survive, but the person at the end, the way they survive is they close their eyes and pretend to be asleep and they survive. What? That's bullshit. Their eyes are just closed. I can't do it. I'm like, I'm not going to only close my eyes on airplanes <laughs> now. Next question. How can one process reality knowing that all your favorite characters are stuck in a slag and limbo till book six and will most likely die? This is from Beach Babe, 1432. <laughs> How can you process reality? Well, um, you have to listen to Hollerpod. Listen to Hollerpod. Uh, look at all the great artwork. Look at our memes. Reread the old books. Uh, look at Pierce's Instagram videos of EO. Yeah. And also, you know, I have to go to work, so I kind of have no choice <laughs> than to process reality <laughs> every day. <laughs> every morning. How am I going to process reality? Next question is from Rebecca J. Clayton. How will Julia Abalona react to Cassius being allied with Darrow? I think she's going to be pissed. Well, first of all, she's a horrible person. <laughs> and, you know, Cassius already betrayed her and allied with Darrow. Mm-hmm. So it's not like new news. Yeah. Which is. That is going to be kind of heartbreaking for Cassius, I feel like. He's going to have a tough time processing that. Uh, because he loves his family so much, and that was such a big deal to him. But it was always more about his father, and his mom was always that witch who didn't eat because of Julian. Right. She was already mad about it. yeah him like letting Julian die, basically. Yeah. But yeah, and she's kind of the reason Cassius lost his arm. She's like forcing him to fight for their family honor and mm-hmm. stuff. Like I can't eat this lettuce unless you fight for my honor. 
Yep. That's so a great accent. I imagine she's going to be mad and Cassie be like, I don't give a fuck, mom. Yeah. I already lost my arm. I already like legit almost died in the bleeding place. I should be dead twice now. Right. Now I get to hang out with Darrow. And Darrow's my best, best bros best again. Bro. And Ben's invited to. I am? Yeah. Yes. God, that's the most exciting news of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what the CF asks, um, basically, who is going to be the protagonist and antagonist? Our ultimate protagonist and antagonist for the series. Um, he said that there were many different protagonists in Iron Gold, Dancer, Mustang, Darrow, even moments of Lysander. I would agree. He said Dark Age seemed to shift hard to Darrow, Rona, Lyria, Volga, Mustang, and then for antagonists. Well, also Ephraim. Yeah. Atalantia, Lysander, Volsung Fa, and then there's a group of unclear people, Atlas, Apple, Abominadrius, Diomedes, and Cassius. I would disagree with Cassius. He's a good guy. So um, yeah, moving the, on. What the hell with the CF? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, he goes, is it more in, or is it more important that this isn't clear? I could see a scenario where Daryl, Cassius, Mustang take on Lysander, Atalantia, and Diomedes, and then all have to take on Volsun Fa. Like, as the biggest baddie. So, to consolidate, basically, um, who like, who's going to end up as the best best as the best good person and who's going to end up as a worst, worst person. Yeah. Kind of like the first series, the worst, worst person was the Jackal. Yeah. I think ultimately like Darrow, Cassius, Mustang, Severo, those are good guys. Bad guys are going to be Atalantia, Lysander, that whole group. And then there's going to be a group that is kind of fucking shit up for both of them. And that's going to be your apples, your abominations. And uh, Atlas is. Ju- I just don't know what As- Atlas' deal is. We're, I, 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 st- I just don't know what to think on that. And I think Diomedes probably comes down on the side of Darrow, it seems like. Well, especially now that Serafina died, thanks to Lysander, basically, and, and that uh, whole alliance that Lysander was in the middle of between the rim and Atalantia. I could see rim independence still being a thing. Yeah. At the end. But I think Diomedes obviously has saved Cassius because of his honor. So I don't know. I think he's also got connection to low colors though. Cause he loves that pink. Oh, I forget. So he might, ha- he might be kind of sympathetic to like a low color situation. Right. And obviously he hates, Adelania and her whole crew because they're all dickholes. Yeah, and they peed and on his c- coat or whatever. What they, they peed, peed on, on his coat. Oh, oh, he gets to join the peed on club. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, Ajax, we know he's a terrible person because he peed on something. Does he win the week? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, when we do our reread, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Ajax, you're going to win. All you have to do is pee on something. That ends our question section. If you wrote in, thank you so much. Thank you so much. We love you. We also really enjoy when our DMs are popping because we get little notifications. <laughs> and notifications studies have shown to give you serotonin bursts. And we're both addicted to social media. <laughs> <laughs> we both love it. So we're like, bing, 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 bing. Thank you. Uh, okay. So uh, we're going to go quickly through some of our longer listener reviews reactions we got 
a bunch of these in. This is really cool. I really enjoyed reading all of these. Yes. Thank you so much. And thanks for like pouring out all your thoughts to us. Yes. Honestly, that's how I create my own opinions is by taking them from all of you. (laughs) 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 The first one is from uh, at High Lady of the Howlers. She said she loved Dark Age. Fuck Lysander. He's a pixie. Um, She was hit hardest by both Alexander and Doxo. Um, Didn't like Volsung Fa. That was a common theme from what I was seeing from a lot of people. (laughs) It says, Volsung Fa sucks and space aliens are weird. (laughs) Here, here. She she does think that Severo's going to get mind wiped and come back Peter Malark style. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's a pretty good guess, I would say. Um, And that the Howlers are going to have to take him out. She also thinks Atlas is up to shit and in charge of the Ascomania has his own agenda. I would agree there as well. She thinks he has a plan to kind of destroy the society from the inside and overthrow it with the Ascomania, which would be interesting. Next one is from Matheson Beth. She had a tough time. I read this and she had a very similar reaction to Aaron. She was depressed, almost gave up. Fuck Lysander again. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, also, it's always you. like an also. <laughs> also, fuck Lysander. She didn't like the Askamani or the whole Red Hand storyline because it was just really difficult. Um, didn't like the Ulysses kill. The Ulysses part really gutted her. Um, loved Mustang and Ephraim, although she didn't like that he was eaten. I mean, same girl, same. <laughs> she didn't uh, like that Ephraim was eaten. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Don't uh, you don't you like being eaten <laughs> from the point of view having your heart worthy? <laughs> uh, she wanted more Severo. Hopes the last book kind of redeems Dark Age. She liked the premise of the book that the war doesn't end. She just wanted some kind of win for the good guys. Loved the first fil- trilogy because it felt like the underdogs were winning. Sees and uh, sees a lot of parallels to our modern times, which is scary. Racism and prejudice kind of in the USA and in the UK where she lives. Um, she felt like in the first trilogy, the characters were overcoming those things. But now in this dark age, um, she thinks it's, you know, reflecting that the underdogs actually aren't going to win. We're all doomed to be governed by racists. Don't blame you for feeling that way. Back to good stuff. Loved Cassius and Victra swimming to the sun. Um, just felt like there was a lot going on and it was a traumatizing experience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel traumatized <laughs> reading that. <laughs> I hear you. Those are all valid. Yeah. I mean, you had a similar initial reaction. I was reaction. like, yeah. I can't finish this book. I'm so depressed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next uh, review we had at Nightingale 305. Um, they disliked that the theme of the book was essentially to curl up and try not to die. <laughs> and most of the characters failed at not dying. Uh, their theory for the series is that Darrow doesn't survive mm. till the end of the books. Wow. Mm. That would be like, seriously? That'd be, be really tough. I'd be like, ah, I'm done. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'd probably keep reading. My uh, Darrow love is like the strongest it's ever been. I now. love Darrow. Yeah. I, f- I, f- I feel for him. Um, they also say Mustang and Cassius, after Darrow dies, will return to Mars to pick up the pieces. That's the theory. Then Pax will kill the Abominadrius and uh, will take his place in the super fucked up world as like the ruler. Mm-hmm. So Pax will end up not dead. 
And then they say if Severo dies, that they're done with the book. <laughs> so Nightingale's like, you can kill Darrow, but not Severo. <laughs> Next, I don't one. know. I'm opposite. You can kill Severo, but not Darrow. Yeah, I would. I think. I don't want you to kill either. I don't like want Severo to die, but. It feels like there's going to be one just extremely heartbreaking death. And I'm not sure whether it's going to be Darrow or Severo, but I think it's one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next is at Maddie or strength as they kept yelling at Pierce while reading to all caps, stop killing my friends. (laughs) And then uh, now that they're rereading the series again, they realize it's been happening all along. Death begets death begets death begets death. What are you roke or something? Jeez. Is this the poet? (laughs) The fact that uh, he cares so much about these characters and that each death is such a gut punch, even the second time through, is just a real testament to the power of Pierce's writing. Drink. Hear, hear. Pierce is a great writer. What? <laughs> no shit. Next one's from Alina.Fireheart13. She thinks Pax has the mind's eye because of his fight with the Obsidian kids. I've seen that theory floating around. I like it. Yeah. She thinks Quick wants to keep the war going so he can keep getting richer and more powerful and he possibly provided the hollow of Darrow to the rim. That's interesting oh. theory. That I like that theory. Quick, might maybe he's the traitor. He has been sneaky sneaky mm-hmm. of late. Next up from our uh, favorite Violet Crystal artist friend. Um, she was mid-read when she responded to the question that we asked. So this is a halfway through read. She was like, I hope like you're 10 not chapters listening. Left. I think l- she's finished. Now. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. No, but she really enjoyed Ephraim and Lyria's character development. I agree. I like super enjoyed their chapters. Yeah, those were some of my favorites for sure. I'm excited to go back to Iron Gold now. Yeah. Now that I know what's happening to them, except for Ephraim. That kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Um, she loved Ephraim's humor and coping skills and coming to terms with his past. And she says he's probably going to die. <laughs> <laughs> you were right. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, g- a really good point. Like I thinking about it, thinking about going back to Dark Age and rereading it. I think Ephraim and that storyline is probably the part that I'm looking forward to rereading the most. Yeah, those were great chapters. Mm hmm. Next one is from at what are you so scared of? Thought the war she thought the war on Mercury was astoundingly wicked. She's happy that Serafina died because she wasn't a huge fan. Same girl, same. Same. Her love for Darrow has reached embarrassing extremes. Same. 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 No, you can't love Darrow and Cassius. You gotta pick one. I get Darrow. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll have we'll fight you. Fine, I'll take Cassius. <laughs> 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 she also wants to know where her fellow Callaway fans are. She's obsessed with them. I liked Callaway a lot. Cool pilot guy. He's kind of a dick. He's kind of a dick. I'm not a huge fan. You you guys can have that one. I like guys that are kind of dicks though. Uh, Clearly, loves Cassie's. she loves Mustang. After getting her experience or getting to experience her point of view, she absolutely adores her. Cried at the baby killing. Once again, Howler Pod, we are monsters. <laughs> I wasn't like happy. I was just like, all right, let's go. She loved Ephraim, so of course he's dead, obviously. Lyria thought, he sh- thought she slayed. She uh, thought Lyria slayed. 
Lysander can go fuck himself as per everyone else as well. Uh, but felt like his chapters are still really interesting. She feels like people aren't addressing the tea spilled by Calendora and everything about the fucked up grimace loon Atlas background and r- relationships. And she's still traumatized. That is interesting. Yeah. We, I feel the like tea, we, the tea that was spilled where she told him that her, his parents were like reformers or whatever. Oh, at the very end there. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We haven't talked about that. Mm hmm. Because I kind of forgot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe that um, will shift Lysander as well. Like knowing like. At this point, I don't want it to. I just want to hate him and I hope he gets fucked up. I'm just like Abominadrius. <laughs> I'm open to, you know, Abominadrius and Lysander. Like coming Redemption back to Redemption tour. Wow. We need the baddies to switch sides <laughs> so that we're not so overwhelmed. Okay. Uh, a Veil of Better Dreams says, Dark Age was an amazing book, whirlwind of emotions that made me want to scream, laugh, cry, and read it all over again. Felt like the book was a mirror of Golden Sun. Favorite point of view was Darrow. Glad to have him back from the cold reaper of Iron Gold. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That was um, one of the best parts is just like having our having Darrow, Darrow having our Darrow back. Yeah, we missed Darrow. <laughs> he was so annoying in Iron Gold. He really was. <laughs> um she also loved the scene where he collapsed after seven days of fighting for twenty four hours a day and his reunion with Cassius. <laughs> in conclusion, fuck Lysander. <laughs> 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 I love it. Have you noticed no one who likes Lysander has written in? We got we got to find some. I I doubt they enjoy the podcast. It's probably, the, it's probably the same people that like Roke. Yeah, the Roke sympathizers, <laughs> like that other Aaron's husband. Yeah. Ugh. Can you be, imagine being married to a Roke sympathizer? Divorce is how that would end. Or like every night you just purposefully sleep with your knees in his back. <laughs> Like a slow protest. Shout out those two, though. They were great. They were really cool. Uh, Even the rogues of <laughs> He had cool photos. Uh, next one's from Tub 74 Great artist. Uh, her theory is that Octavia had some backup plans, one being genetic manipulation with the Obsidians and that she put Atlas in charge of it. So she thinks that Atlas, not a sympathizer, in, in league with Octavia from the start. Uh, she says that Octavia will do anything to maintain gold loon dominance and wants to pit the obsidians against themselves. So I think that's yeah. a good theory. I like that. Yeah. She obviously had backup plans. She had the the um, terraformer shits, right. you know, mm-hmm. s- hidden away. Last one uh, from Chris Nettles. We had got an email. He says, so many deaths, it was hard to believe it. It was like once Pierce got started, he went all Oprah on us and was like, you get to die, you get to die, you get to die. <laughs> By the way, I read this and I immediately made a meme. Yes, so and thank you, Chris Nettles. Thanks, Chris. I need meme ideas. Your email has officially been... Turned uh, into a meme. Turned into a Hallerpod meme. Yeah. Then he also says, he was really shocked about Tungless. Thank you. <laughs> I like. I feel like Ben doesn't even care. I'm gonna lean in even harder into this. I don't care at all. I care so much. And where's <laughs> the fucking dog? Where is the dog? It's. It went back to. He's the not cutting lunar. four pieces. He wasn't no. yippity yapping. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. Pierce will probably bring him back just to kill the dog. Oh my god. 
please don't. Um, Chris also says that the deaths of Daxo and Alexander hit him the hardest. Yes, yes. Uh, very worried about Severo. And that he thinks Daryl and Cassius are going to get on a rescue mission. I really like this idea. That's what I was thinking when I was saying maybe Pierce might, you know, serve us a curveball in that storyline instead of us getting several like as a bone rider, basically, and an enemy. Uh huh. Maybe what's actually going to happen is we get a Darrow Cassius Ocean's Eleven style heist of Severo get him back and, yeah and then we get the group back could you imagine like Cassius rescuing Severo and the amount of amazing one-liners we would get out of Severo at that point him just being like oh it's you you're back and all that <laughs> shit like that like, I'm, go, no let me stay here I don't want you to save me I'd rather have my mind wiped I, ooh, I hope this happens should we like call Pierce do you have his phone number no we need to get his phone number and call him he's gonna love that that's a great idea. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, so I'm I'm kind of hoping there is a curveball with that whole scenario, but we'll see. I mean, if I have a lot of faith in Pierce, and if he does do, do the mind wipe Severo Bone Rider thing, I'm sure it's gonna be fucking heartbreaking and really great. But uh, I just I don't want to see it. <laughs> no, no one does. And that's the end. You know what it's time for? What are we into this week? What are you into this week? Okay, so I'm rereading slash listening for the first time to Brent Weeks's Black Prism. Mm -hmm. It's the Lightbringer series. It's fucking amazing. It's so good. And I remember loving it, but I read it like, I don't know, eight years ago or something. Mm -hmm. I have no idea how long ago. But um, the next book in the series is about to come out, so I'm starting to reread. And it's like, it's so good. You, sh you have to read it. I already told Benny has to read it. Yep, he bought the audiobook. Yep. The author or the sorry, the audiobook actor is like on par with TGR. He's really, really good. I love it. Nice. I've really been enjoying it. Um, that's The Black Prism by Brent Weeks. That's the first book in the series. And then what I'm really, really into also is um, these Wellpath vitamins that one of our howlers sent us, Colin Doretta. He's a, like a rep for the Wellpath. Um, website i guess or vitamins mm -hmm. but we got protein powder i think he's and, the owner right um yeah, yeah i don't know uh protein powder uh cbd oil which is why we're so <laughs> chill right now <laughs> b vitamins which you know i need <laughs> if we're gonna reread this shit um and then some collagen peptides which keeps me looking young and fresh and my hair golden like doing the Octavia cell regeneration. It is. <laughs> I'm 31. I look fucking good because of these. We're going to live to be 160. Yes. So check it out. Uh, it's GoWellPath.com. And also, if you care about this stuff, which I do, I love their like branding. It's all kind of this yeah, turquoise packaging color. Is really good. And I love turquoise. <laughs> so that's GoWellPath.com. That's our first sponsor. Thank you so much for making me happy. <laughs> Thanks, and, Colin. Um, the protein shakes, the ones I have are vegan, no non-GMO, all natural, you know, great. Good stuff. 
What Thank are you. you into this week, Ben? He's also into the vitamins, by the I way. Like the vitamins, and he's been yeah. trying to steal them all from me. <laughs> and we're fighting over them. I'm into two things this week. First thing is a, a book called I'll Be Gone in the Dark by Michelle McNamara. It's a true crime book about the Golden State Killer. This guy was Ooh. freaking diabolical. It's crazy, but it's just really well written. And it's just about this entire years long investigation and trying to figure out who this fucking dude was. And is he it was scary? just. It's really creepy, like just because it, it describes like how he would he was like a home invader. And I don't want to get into it because like I'm gonna have nightmares. He's a big like rapist and murderer, but great. It, it's just really well written, and it's um, just such an interesting story because basically what happened is this guy was doing his thing like in the 70s, didn't get caught, and then like BTK internet sluice just basically figured all the shit out and and they ended up catching him like a year ago so true crime means it's like basically a biography about or is it like it's all about this it's not fictional obviously. it's all about this lady's investigation but does she write it like a story or is it more like a um like a documentary kind of like documentary like a documentary yeah. okay and then my next suggestion would be some new music. <laughs> Not new. You've already <laughs> suggested this band. No, I haven't. Oh, you haven't? Uh-uh. Cool. This band is called Twin Peaks. They just released a new album called Look Out Low. They are amazing. They are like the coolest. I love Twin <laughs> Peaks. They are. We saw them on stage here in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. They're fucking rock stars. They are. And the thing that's crazy about it is they're only like 22. But they, they play on stage as if they've been doing it for 20 years. There's just a bunch of rock and rollers. Please check that album out. What are we doing next episode on Howler Pod? By popular demand, <laughs> we are jumping back into our chapter-by-chapter chapter rereads, starting with Iron Gold. You guys have been asking for it. We're giving it. Also, it was our plan all along. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so uh, we're we're gonna go back through chapter by chapter. So next episode, make sure that you read. You know, like first five or six chapters of Iron Gold. We'll see. You don't know yet. No. <laughs> so maybe we'll make a post about it. We'll let you know. We'll let you know. <laughs> ben, this is your job. <laughs> You're in charge. I was kind of slacking today. Okay, we will read some of Iron Gold uh, next episode. Where can people find us on the World Wide Web? Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Etsy. Email HowlerPod at gmail.com. Website HowlerPod.com. The one-stop shop for all things Red Rising. <laughs> I didn't even know what you were going to say there. <laughs> we did not practice that. <laughs> he, he gave me finger guns. Finger guns mean say whatever the fuck comes out of your mouth. Also... Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. You guys have been doing a great job. We have so many amazing reviews and five-star ratings. And I, I'm going to start selling this idea of threatening people's <laughs> lives for ratings. It has really worked for it's me. working so well. So five stars only. If you don't give us five stars, I will find that acid tooth and I'll pop it in your face oh, and melt nice. it and then I'll kill you. <laughs> 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 All right, thanks, Howlers. Omnisphere Lupus. Oh. Oh.